Welcome, I'm Ryan Hicks, and this is Modern Business, the podcast to learn from franchise business leaders and explore new business technology. Our community is about sharing knowledge and tools that help us achieve our goals in business and beyond. Thanks for being here, and welcome to Modern Business. And it's episode two of Modern Business. Welcome back. I have a friend and mentor, a great friend and mentor, by the name of Rick Tacchini, and he and I met on a plane flight from Denver to Dallas, and for those of you that know me, that flight happened quite often because I spent three years living in Denver, and a lot of my friends are confused actually at at where I even live or what I even do because I bounce around so much, but Rick is an internationally known author, he's a radio talk show host. He's the brand manager and chief business officer with the Austin, Texas-based GPO, which is a leading search presence technology firm. And Rick has joined the Modern Business Cause as a regular host here. His particular focus is going to be our CEO in 10 segment, where he sits down with CEOs and has short interviews with them. And today, we're starting out of the gate with some excellence stream straight to your eardrums in this short sit down with the founder of Priceline.com and the CEO of Upside. This is Rick Tacchini and Jay Walker with CEO and 10 here on Modern Business. And welcome back, America, to CEO and 10. I'm Rick Tokini. Our very special guest today is Jay Walker, the founder of Upside and the founder of Priceline. And uh, we're so pleased to have Jay on, uh, especially with our series about disruptive business. Jay, welcome to CEO and 10. Glad to be on the show, Rick. Thank you for having me. You bet. Hey, there's a a couple of things that we want to find out before we talk about uh, your great new company, Upside. And um, for starters, tell us a little bit about yourself, where you're from originally. So I was born and raised in the New York area. Uh, went to public schools and uh, from there went to college. Um, so I'm a, generally a New Yorker. Excellent. And um, we have talked to many a CEO from the New York area in the past. And out of curiosity, what do you think um, are the core values that you gained from growing up in the New York area? Well, I think New York being, you know, one of the world's great cities gives you an international exposure right from a young age. Also, New York's the capital of the world's financial market, so you're immediately exposed right in your backyard to finance and all the things that relate to media, communications, fashion. Of course, New York also has Broadway. New York is almost its own country. So being exposed to the New York area growing up gives you an extraordinary range of influences and inputs that I think are a pretty big advantage, which is probably why a lot of great entrepreneurs uh, call New York their original home. But of course, many move to warmer climates, Rick. Mm, indeed. It's, uh, Jay, it's often said that the quality of one's life is the quality of the questions, because questions often determine one's focus. In, in your growing up in the business world and even through your time at, at Priceline, who has influenced your ability as a leader to always ask those very best questions? I was a student very early on of a lot of what would be called the success literature uh, in the marketplace. You know, the Dale Carnegie's of the world and, and the various people that 
you know, really talked about why sales was an honorable profession and why salespeople solved real problems. So I was always uh, very, very focused on like Earl Nightingale and those kind of people in, when I was a boy in learning why, you know, treating the customer with respect, understanding the challenges that, that were involved in service and in a life of service was ultimately the way to succeed. Um, I think, uh, you know, the, the most famous of all was uh, essentially you can have anything in the world you want if you simply help enough other people get what they want. That kind of thinking dominated my boyhood and uh, was the result of a great deal of reading. Mm. I happen to know the person who said that. I think it was Zig Ziglar. Exactly it was. It was Zig and, Ziglar. And given your, given your heritage in Dallas, Rick, I suspect you might have had a chance to know him yourself. I did indeed. And I thought my southern accent was pretty thick until I met Zig Ziglar. Well, he sort of helps his accent along, I suspect, a little bit. It was part of his trademark. It, it was indeed. Hey, um, when it comes to um, leadership and um, starting of a disruptive business, how do, how do you use the least amount of risk to get the maximum amount of upside, so to speak? Well, Minimizing risk is not what entrepreneurs are trying to do. That's mostly what managers are trying to do. Entrepreneurs are trying to get the right amount of risk that's commensurate with the amount of reward they're shooting for. You know, no pain, no gain in weight training, no risk, no reward in business. We're not allergic to risks as CEOs or even as entrepreneurs. We just want to calibrate that the risk is appropriate and reasonable given the the prizes we're shooting for. So mm -hmm. I don't try to minimize risk. I embrace risk uh, right from the start. Yeah, and that's that's what makes you so different. Uh, we know from uh, reading the uh, ad that ran in the Wall Street Journal about Upside that you have a special fascination with micro-flexibility. Tell our listening audience about that and uh, more about your great new company, Upside? Well, it's really quite simple. All of us have all kinds of flexibility when we buy things, but until recently, there's been no way to get paid for our flexibility. And that flexibility, when we're going down the aisle of a supermarket, is pretty simple. I get this orange juice versus that orange juice, and I save some money. But when it comes time to buy business travel, when somebody else is paying for it, you know, I'm really not so excited about being flexible. I just want the airline I want and the hotel I want. But the boss who's paying the bills wants to say, hey, look, why don't you be a little flexible and save a few dollars? But the truth is the traveler has no way to figure out, well, show me how to save that money and show me how I'll save you money, but give me something too. So Upside is the answer to the question for the 20 million small business travelers who buy their own flights and hotels. We'll show you simple ways to save money for your company and we'll give you rewards in addition to your frequent flyer miles and to your credit card points for spending less of your company's money. You know what? Technology makes that possible. And it's not just technology is going to make it possible in, in business travel. It's going to make it possible in healthcare and insurance. Whole sectors of our economy are going to be changed once we show people, here's how a little bit of flexibility is worth a lot of benefit to you. Mm -hmm. Is this an, an, an 
something that you've identified as another unique opportunity that others just didn't see? Well, I think that could be a fair statement. I think I would say it a slightly different way. I think there's a lot of people who see how flexibility could be turned into value. I mean, after all, we're all flexible when we shop. I just don't think anybody's ever applied it on a system-wide basis where they've said, well, I'll build the technology, I'll build the mobile network we'll need, I'll use the cloud correctly, I'll use artificial intelligence correctly, and I'll put it all together in a system. So I think, like many inventors, I see the same problems that other people see, but I'm thinking more about how we might put together a group of tools, much like a chemist puts together a group of elements to create a new molecule. You know, entrepreneurs like myself, we assemble things as a group of different tools to solve a problem that a lot of people see. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah, and I, I think it's about the scalability of the savings, uh, because if you took 30 million some odd small businesses out there who don't have the focus that your team and your culture has, you are going to have the scalability and, and the opportunity to save small businesses a lot of money. Is is that your exactly. targeted audience, or is it more of a mid-sized stuff? No, you've got it right, Rick. It's small and medium-sized businesses who spend a lot of money on travel, but they get no volume deals from anybody. They get no customer service. They basically get nothing, all right? America is a country filled with small businesses, and Upside is basically saying, look, we know travel is a big cost for a lot of businesses, especially with sales and and technical people or businesses that manufacture abroad. So we're stepping into the part of the market that's being ignored because nobody's ever figured out how to serve that part of the market. And that's true for all entrepreneurs and all CEOs. We're always looking to serve markets that are big that aren't being served now well. And boy, business travelers who make their own flights and hotel reservations, they're often miserable. Upside, going to change that. Yeah, and Upside, I think, will alter uh, the revenue of small companies because travel expenses are one of the highest expenses that small businesses experience. So, I mean, you guys are in the seat to make a difference. Hey, and uh, Jay, nope. with just a couple minutes left, there's I've got a, a few callers that had specific questions for you. This this question uh, relates to culture. The one caller wants to know, uh, what is the biggest cultural challenge that you faced at Priceline, and how did you overcome it? And the second part of their question is, how are you using those lessons that you created or that you experienced at Upside? Well, the biggest cultural challenge we had to overcome at Priceline is nobody believed that we could allow consumers to name their own price for a leisure airline ticket. They just didn't feel that we were going to get the airlines to pay any attention to us because this was in the days before the Internet, and we were saying this new Internet thing is going to really change everything. So we had to find people who were willing to leave a day job that in many cases where they had years of experience and real talent to join a startup trying to do something that seemed Well, quite honestly, it seemed crazy at the time. So it's a very difficult culture problem when you're doing something nobody's ever done. You know, let's say we're going to build a rocket to go to Mars. It's a tough culture game to get people who are highly experienced rocket people to go do that. Of course, your name is Elon Musk or Jeff Bezos. It's a little easier. So that was our biggest challenge. And most businesses don't have the challenge of trying to build a culture on what seems like an impossible idea. Uh, That's pretty rare. 
Uh, mm -hmm. Most businesses really have the challenge of how do I get a culture where I can get a team of people to function well, whether it's a basketball team or a team working in your business. You know, the coaching job is to get the team to play as a team and not to play as a bunch of individuals. And that's true in sports. It's true in, 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 in nonprofits. It's true in business. It's true in pretty much everything. We, leave it, we live in a team-based world. Culture is about building, sustaining, nourishing, rewarding, and ultimately growing those teams. Uh, excellent. And uh, in our closing couple of minutes with uh, Jay Walker, uh, founder of Upside, I'm going to let Jay be the mentor to all you small business owners out there, because wouldn't it be nice if Jay could be your personal mentor? Um, and so, Jay, this is kind of our lightning round of questions for you to mentor 30 million business owners out there. Um, question one is, what do you believe that all other people think is absolutely insane? What do I believe that other people think is absolutely insane? Here's what I believe that other people believe that is absolutely the, the mobile phone is going away. It's going to be completely replaced, probably with a set of augmented reality glasses and voice-activated systems, but they're going to look back and say, you carried this thing called a phone with you? But it really wasn't a phone. It was just a computer, and it, and, and it was just wired to the network. So I think that this phone, that thing we're doing, this mobile thing, is a transition to a much more exciting and much more universal and, and easy-to-use access to the network. Wow. I'm surprised at that. Uh, next question is, what is your daily routine and philosophy that guides you? Well, right now I'm in a startup, so my daily routine is to help anybody in the startup who needs help. So think of a, the CEO as an upside-down pyramid, and I'm at the bottom. The, wherever the today's issues are, the, you know, the CEO is helping keep that team on track. It's solving the real-world market challenges that show up every day. I try to set aside time every day to exercise. I get a full night's sleep every night. You can't, you can't be on your game if you're going to burn out. So ultimately, you've got to eat right. You've got to manage stress. You've got to maintain a positive attitude when some days you don't feel like a positive attitude, and that's what I do every day. I love that. And the final question for uh, small business owners out there, who do you think of when you hear the word successful? Hmm. I probably think of Jeff Bezos. Uh, he would be my number one business executive in the United States. Uh, nobody has achieved uh, in a single lifetime, what Jeff Bezos has achieved. You know, he is the worthwhile successor to Sam Walton as one of the great business people of all time. Um, and so, you know, uh, you know, Jack Ma is going to try to give him a run for the money, but uh, right now, you want successful? Jeff Bezos. Jay, thanks so much for being on CEO in 10. Uh, where do our listeners find out more information about Upside? We love to have them all come visit us at Upside.com. All you got to do is buy your air and hotel together. It's really free. It's free and easy to use. Give it a try. Um, if you search Upside Travel on the web, of course, you'll be taken right there. But it's Upside.com. Easy to find us. You can use us on mobile anytime. Thank you, sir, for being on CEO in 10. And thank you to your great team that helped prepare us for uh, today's conversation with you. And uh, Jay, you are welcome back on our show anytime. 
Thank you, Rick. Any friend of Zig Ziglar's is automatically a friend of mine, too. Thank you, sir. That was uh, Jay Walker, founder of Upside and former, formerly of Priceline. I'm Rick Tokini. Thanks for joining us on CEO in 10. As we always say, keep talking, but listen harder. Have a good week.